Welcome to another session with the Market Dominance Guys, a program exploring all the high stakes, speed bumps, and off ramps of driving to the top of your market with our host, Chris Beal from Connect and Sell, and Corey Frank from Branch 49. In this episode, Chris unravels the enchanting world of manufacturing. Gone are the days of painstakingly crafting artifacts one by one like our Stone Age ancestors. Now we're immersed in the art of flow manufacturing, where tanks channel the flow of chemicals and even discrete manufacturing dances to the rhythm of flow. It's a symphony of efficiency where our sales teams manufacture opportunities, creating the invaluable currency of option value. Chris urges us to view our sales organizations as factories, where identifying bottlenecks and maximizing flow rates are the key to success. In this world, conversion rates become the icing on the cake, but only after we've mastered flow. Finally, Chris challenges the age-old debate of quality versus quantity and reminds us that without quantity, we're left with nothing. Join us for this episode, Bottlenecks Beware, Flow Rates Coming to Crash the Party. Susan Finch here sitting in for Corey Frank on Market Dominance, guys. I'm here with Chris Beal. And today we're going to go a little bit deeper on the topic of flow rates, conversion rates. Time is the denominator that counts, not the dials, not the emails, not whatever else you think it might be, not the voodoo, hoodoo, magic, whatever. Chris, you really wanted to get into the specificity. <laughs> <laughs> the specifics, <laughs> the specifics of flow rate. So Let's really go into that one piece of it. You bet. So I'm an old manufacturing guy. I come out of the world of manufacturing software. I used to write build systems for manufacturers. And when you get into manufacturing, you realize that what's amazing about it is, hey, folks have actually figured out how to build stuff through flow processes, not just through one at a time building something. That is through most of human history, if there was an artifact, somebody made that artifact from end to end. Right. And they would you know, shape a, a spear point or something. I just saw a picture yesterday of some people who still are living that life, that Stone Age life. And they make, they're making those spear points out of chert or flint or whatever they make them out of, you know, flaking them and doing this. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a shaping process where what you just made determines what you can make, right? If you break your uh, piece of stone that you're using inappropriately in the wrong place. Well, you got to start over. Right. So now we manufacture things through even discrete manufacturing, which we would consider to be one at a time. You're making something like an iPhone or a computer or a chair or whatever it is. I, and I'm distinguishing that from true flow manufacturing. So a company like Hewish Chemical that I used to work with in Salt Lake City, they were a flow manufacturer. That means they had tanks that into which things would flow and they'd flow down sort of a, you know, a channel and get mixed with other chemicals and it would flow. Right. right. But even discrete manufacturing where you're taking parts and putting them together one at a time, two at a time, three at a time, you know, robots, all that kind of stuff is still a flow business. And if you want to make it better, like we always want to make our sales better, right? Our sales process, our sales teams more efficient, we need to look at it like manufacturing because what we're doing is we're manufacturing opportunities in the pipeline. That's the main thing that we should be doing in sales in our company. 
we might think of it as manufacturing customers or manufacturing deals, but those are both unreliable processes with incredibly high scrap rates and a lot of variability in terms of what goes in to make that thing work. But if we're manufacturing enough opportunities in the pipeline, life is good because we have choices. And when we have choices, we have what's called option value. The greatest value we get in business is always option value. So there's a thing called a zero cost option. You don't pay anything, but it's worth something, right? Well, pipeline is not a zero cost option. It, it is you know, cost something. You have to pay people to do things like all people and stuff like that. But improving flow rates themselves, that is making your pipeline work better by going to the bottleneck and doing something about the flow rate there makes a big difference. Now, here's how people think about sales, especially at the top of the funnel where the shape of the funnel tells you it's getting harder. I have to squeeze more stuff through there and I got to get stuff out of there and do all that kind of stuff. So it's like, okay, so here I have the top of the funnel and we're working the top of the funnel and they care about conversion rates. They want to know for a certain number of inputs, say a count of records that are coming in, I buy a bunch of data from Zoom Info, or I make a bunch of phone calls to those people. What percentage of those converted to the next stage? That's what folks get obsessed with. We'll be back in a moment after a quick break. Selling a big idea to a skeptical customer, investor, or partner is one of the hardest jobs in business. So when it's time to really go big, you need to use an uncommon methodology to gain attention, frame your thoughts, and employ a successful sequencing that is fresh enough to convince others that your ideas will truly change their world. From crafting just the right cold call screenplays to curating and mapping the ideal call list for your entire TAM, Branch 49's modern and innovative sales toolbox offers a guiding hand to ambitious organizations in their quest to reach market dominance. Learn more at branch49.com. And we're back. And I deal with this every day. In my job, I talk to folks who are using Connect and Sell to call lots and lots of people. And they'll say, does your product affect our conversion rates? And I say, no, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. And they go, well, why would I bother to buy something that doesn't affect our conversion rates? I want to know that we're going to get more meetings per conversation or more conversations per dial. And I say, well, we don't do anything about that. What we give you is more conversations per hour per rep. And that is the constrained resource, the rep who's capable of talking to somebody during a given period of time and taking them from, we don't know anything about your company to now we're more interested than we were before on our way to engaging or actually engaged. So that's a flow rate question. The denominator is time. The denominator is not the number of calls. It's not the number of emails. All those things are treated, I think, incorrectly as being somehow fixed. So for instance, this, the notion that we could only make so many dials. Well, actually, that's not true. You could have more resources making more dials at the same time. There's other ways of cracking this problem, right? Just because you used to walk doesn't mean that somebody else can't invent a car. Once the car is there, you're going to compete to get somewhere. You better get yourself a car. Walking ain't going to get it done, right. right? Good for you. So flow rates are where it's at. And conversion rates are nice once you have flow rates. But looking at conversion rates first gives you nothing except it makes you go in circles. You keep trying to 
to squeeze more out of something that you could have just gotten more of in the first place. And uh, I find it a little bit frustrating, I guess, to talk to people who are very sophisticated in the world of building sales pipeline who will only talk about conversion rates. We send so many emails and we have this open rate, that's a conversion rate. And then they, they go to tools that let them send more emails, but there's limits to that called spam at some point. Right. So it's fascinating to me. If you think of your sales organization as a factory and you think of your sales process as a manufacturing process, you'll look at it in terms of, can I find the bottleneck? What's the flow rate through that bottleneck, the number of units per hour it's producing? And then in, in, in the case of, of manufacturing meetings, for instance, well, what are the number of meetings per hour you're producing? If it's conversations that might lead somebody to your website, how many conversations per hour are you producing? Those are the flow rates. And the conversion rates, well, once you've got flow rates kind of maximized or where you want to, then you can tweak conversion. You have something to work with, but you don't have anything to work with until you got the flow. I hear what you just said from not just people that are into sales prospecting, sales training. It's maddening because they don't back it out enough. Well, what led to that? Okay, well, what led to that? And it does come down to the same thing. How are you increasing the effectiveness, the efficiencies of your sales force? Yeah. Yeah. The, the order in which to do things is increase efficiency first, mm -hmm. because that gives you your raw material to address effectiveness. And I hear this one all the time, too. I probably done a whole show on the quality versus quantity thing. I think I wrote an article once, the title of which was quality versus quantity versus nothingness. And the point of the article was, look, just because it is easy to talk about quality and quantity as though they're somehow independent and you could raise quality arbitrarily without quantity, fact of the matter is without quantity, you've got nothing. There's nothing to improve the quality of. <laughs> this is why you know, markets get flooded first with cheap cars and then people work to make them better and better. But the ones who got the cheap cars, their first win. This is why the whole SaaS industry exists. All SaaS products are built on this premise, which is we're going to get a lot of it out there and then we're going to get feedback and we're going to work to make it more valuable across the many rather than we're going to go find one one big fantastic customer and work with them for 50 years and it'll be great. Well, it'll be great and you won't be worth much. So, you know, if it's a hobby, go ahead and do it that way. But you need quantity first and quantity over time is flow. Simple as that. I think that that is a great wrap up to this episode. This was, we wanted something targeted and you did it. It's, oh. This is all about flow rates. If you want to find your bottleneck folks, You've got to be looking in the right place. You have to be looking back a little bit further than just counting those conversions than just counting the emails that are opened. Whatever you consider a conversion, that isn't where it starts. Connect and Sell, welcome to the end of dialing as you know it. Give your fingers a rest with Connect and Sell's patented technology. You'll load your best sales folks up with eight to 10 times more live qualified conversations every day. And when we say qualified, we're talking about really qualified, like knowing how many tears they shed while watching the end of Toy Story, kind of qualified. Learn more at connectandsell.com. 
never miss an episode, go to any of your favorite podcast venues and search for Market Dominance Guys or go to marketdominanceguys.com and subscribe. Thank you.